Welcome at episode 20 of a podcast, Success and Dinner Kauf. I'm so happy to have you here and I will do everything I can to fill the next 15 minutes with value up to the top. My name is Johannes Stockburger. I'm founder and owner of Chavavo Publishing. Chavavo Publishing's mission is to help those who want to create for themselves a meaningful life governed not by scarcity and a fight to survive, but by confidence, abundance and growth. Today's topic is how your soul sees your life. We often try to understand and see our soul using the brain. I challenge you today to try it at least once the other way around and imagine how your soul sees your body and your life as a human. Why? Relevant is the driver's view of his car and his journey, not the car's view of the driver. And I guess I see in this analogy the car in the place of a body and the soul as the driver. A fulfilled life as seen by the soul. Imagine you are driving with your convertible car along the coastline. You know your destination and you move towards it. But if you see on the way a Georgia sunrise, you can pull your car from the street, walk to the beach and enjoy the scenery. Passing through a forest, you can breathe in the fresh air. On the way, you pick some flowers. And in case you get hungry, you stop at a beautiful restaurant and enjoy a tasty and healthy meal. Meeting others, you connect if you like, share notes, and at time travel some way together. To return from this image to a broader view, your soul likes a life leading to safe, to satisfied desires, but also open for the beautiful, touching and exciting moments spread along. Away. Your soul sees you losing control over your life. Now imagine a different scenario. Instead of traveling at your own speed on your own time the way you want, you use a high-speed train. You are confined into a small place. Of course there are windows in the train, but you cannot open them. No sun touching your skin, no smell of grass delighting your nose. No sound of the ocean approaching your ears. You rest on a small seat, barely wider than your body. You do not have control who sits next to you, but he might remain all the way as close as 10 cm to your body. Will your soul like that scenario? At best she will tolerate it for some time. But this tolerance can only last for a limited time. The role of society. There used to be roads and rules of the road, but now we approach a situation where the driver loses or gives up control over the movement of the car. Instead, a data-driven system built, maintained and controlled by the government takes over. We say this would be all fine as long as the car brings us to our destination. Use your imag imagination and judge yourself. Imagine, for example, your car turns suddenly, suddenly to the right, leaves the route you intend and brings you to a completely different destination. Think you end up in a police station instead of reaching your workplace. 
feel that situation. After this mental exercise, you can probably understand the frustration and despair of a soul when she sees you doing funny things in your life and she can do nothing about it. Think, what would you do sitting in a self-driving car that heads into a direction you, don't, you do not understand? Of course, you would try everything to stop that car. I admit, when driving, you are in most cases not alone with your car. You need roads and you need to share the space with other cars, bicycles, motorbikes, pedestrians, etc. The same is true for a wider life. We share the space in the world with other people and we want peace and predictability. Therefore, a society develops rules to facilitate a peaceful life. So far, so good. If the soul sees your life spinning in circles. But the trouble starts when society tries to push the soul out of the game. This is quite common and it goes so far that some cultures try to build a wall between a human and a soul, so that the body sees his soul no longer. Again, we see the same phenomenon in the realm of road traffic. The rules become so tightened that they require you to behave like a robot when driving. Next, think what your soul is going to do if she sees your body and your life trapped in an environment resembling a high-speed train. Control over direction delegated, speed determined by others. All the small miracles on the way, eliminated. Your soul will watch that strange turn of events for a while. But if she sees that you establish this way of life as normality, your soul must act. To return to the picture of a high-speed train, your soul will look for the emergency brake. She will try to stop the train, smash a window if necessary, and try to escape from that train. The soul is fighting back. After the soul has seen a life with growing disdain, time for action has come. Your soul will first whisper, when talk, then shout at you to let you know how she sees your life. If that does not help, the soul will act with more force. You will get sick. This will at least break your daily robot-like routine. You might suffer an accident, forcing you to, to give your life a new direction. If that does not help, the soul will give up and withdraw her energy. This is another way to spell the word death. How you can please your soul. You have seen that your health and ability to act, but also your life as such, depend on the input of your soul. Therefore, I do not think that I even need to mention that it makes great sense for you to please your soul, to cater extensively for her needs and to satisfy her desires. Reflect from time to time how your soul sees your life. Of course, this means to listen carefully to your soul's messages. I've talked about that quite a lot in recent episodes of this podcast, especially in episode 18. Listen again to that episode and, as a minimum, integrate a meditation routine into your day. Open up for the miracles in the world. 
in the eyes of your soul, life means first and foremost operating a human body. And what is that body? After reflecting a bit, you might conclude that your body is in its core a sophisticated tool to collect impressions with your senses and then to structure the information you collected. You can then use the understanding you build up to modify the world around you in a way that pleases you and your soul. You may be able to please your soul by sending a wide variety of impressions from your senses and by generating more or specific impressions if she asks you for that. This may be impressions about the earth as such, but also about other living beings. This includes connecting to other souls. Honor your body and care for your senses. Your soul sees life first and foremost as the opportunity to operate a body. Therefore, honoring your body and caring for it is an obvious way to cater to your soul's desires. This includes enough sleep, clean air, particularly good food covering all needs of the body abundantly. This is not only about calories, but also water and all the vitamins and minerals the body needs. Add on that some less than stable substances your body must have in tiny portions. Think enzymes and other complex structures of molecules. And it excludes bringing poisons into your body. Avoid alcohol, nicotine and other drugs. Chemical add-ons used in food processing like preservants can harm your body and its ability to access the food you provide. Artificial flavoring misleads your body because flavors are also signaling to your body what to expect from wet food. Avoid residuals from phytosanitary products. Take good care of food quality. Make sure you provide all those helpful substances to your body. This is more a matter of attention than a matter of money. And remember your body will feel hungry and your digestive system continues to work and send what it can offer to the blood, as long as your body signals that something is missing. This means that a single mineral in low supply lets your body take in additional sugar and fat although it has already more than enough of it. If you use food supplements to make sure that your body receives always enough of everything, look for the highest quality available. This is a matter of trust. I use now for two decades products of Life Plus and I found them excellent. You find the link in the show notes. Contribute to the world. It brings satisfaction to your soul if you contribute in a unique way to the world as a whole. Life can be unbelievable delicious for your soul, and your contribution to the world as a whole is your soul's way to express gratitude for the blessings of having a body in the world. Free Masterclass If you want to discover a way to claim control over your own life, Join us at our free masterclass, Four Steps to Claim Control Over Your Life Journey. 
a class lasts about 70 minutes. You will find a process you can use to control your activities and the direction your life will take. A link to the registration page is also in the show notes. Conclusion If you start to see your life with your soul's eyes, you will find many ways to cater to the wishes of your soul and satisfy her desires. Your soul will welcome this, start to allocate more attention to your life, provide incredibly valuable insights to you and send you extra energy. Those are the ingredients you need for a joyful life in abundance. Episode 21 This was episode 20 of the podcast Success and Inner Growth. Episode 21 will appear by the end of May. We will now have a look at nutrition and how you can honor and support your body. You can find links to the manuscript of this podcast in the show notes. I thank you so much for listening and I wish you a very blessed day.